This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.47. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and we're reacting to uh, the whole show today really is an unpacking of today's political developments now that we have the 10th Prime Minister of Malaysia in the form of Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim. Um, if you'd like to weigh in, ask questions, let us know how you're feeling. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we're crossing over now to political scientist Dr. Wong Chinhuat. Chinhuat. Always a pleasure hi, to have you hi. with us. Hi. <laughs> um, so, all right, it's finally happened. Um, Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim has been sworn in. What is the significance of this in our political climate right now? It sends a, a give a sense of settlement for the for the moment now. Even though that Tan Sri Muhyiddin is still uh, challenging uh, Anwar's majority, but I think most people want to. To see things moving on, and the market has responded very positively uh, to the appointment of Anwar Ibrahim. So, you mentioned Tansri Muhyiddin Yassin um, and that question of him asking for SDs from Anwar Ibrahim, saying he still wants him to prove he has the numbers. So, there are a few things here. Firstly, um, can Anwar Ibrahim's legitimacy still be challenged at this point? I think Anwar Ibrahim is the legitimate prime minister until he calls for uh, the a parliamentary sitting and get defeated in the house uh, malaysian must make it clear that we cannot change government now by collections of sd otherwise we would have frequent changes of government in a fire terms I also just wanted you to expand a little bit on the point about SDs simply because um, the way in which they keep recurring in our political conversations means I think that there's some confusion about how how binding they are or their relevance. Uh, what can you tell us here? Well, SD is just uh, statutory declarations by uh, MPs suggesting who do they support. The question here is... Two, as we have the question is twofold. First, that uh, MP can change their position one after another, and secondly, we are talking about a parliamentary government which has to be party based, and uh, MPs supporting a government should be united on the government program what to do, and it's best for the the program to be agreed upon after negotiations between parties by keeping. On uh, keep harping on on SDs. We are talking as if like Parliament is just uh, sorry, government is just a game of chasing for the jobs of Prime Minister. That's not helpful. I think Malaysians want it very clear for the politicians to know as much as uh, you have the ambition to get a top job. Most Malaysians care about is their jobs. If we cannot have a government that is functioning, we will lose our jobs and people would suffer. Now, part of what's brought this together is the 10-point agreement between Pakatan and Barisan aiming to create a uh, quote-unquote unity government. What are some of the key points of this proposal that stand out to you? Well, it, the proposal would share power between the two, uh, the Prime Minister Anwar Ibrahim and also the AMNO Deputy Prime Minister, who is likely to be Tokmat. And what we need here, uh, talking about the sharings of power and so on, uh, what we have not seen is in the details of program. So I would hope that 
this coalition government will come out with an open statement, a coalition agreement, as what we have seen in the MOU in the days to come. And of course, they may be delayed a little bit because they're still waiting for other parties to join. But once the dust settle, we should see a formally signed coalition agreement. Now, there was the mention of an agreement within this uh, this 10 points that this government will see out a full five-year term without parliament being dissolved early. And, you know, amidst all these questions about stability, these hopes for stability, how binding is that agreement? How much stability does it actually provide? If this party can, uh, this, this coalition government can get a solid majority and then they do not want to pull out themselves, then we should be able to expect that to last. Uh, the last government ended early, unnecessary, just really because UMNO applied pleasure on uh, uh, Dato Sri Ismail Sabri. Uh, so, but if this government, both parties agree to go on and the incentives looks seems that it would be in the best interest to continue, I think it would go on. And Malaysians, both Malaysians and investor, international investor, get tired of having frequent elections and uh, frequent change of government. So I think unless this government encounter any problems, uh, otherwise that we should be able to expect the government to go full term. And moving forward then, what would you like to see the Prime Minister prioritise? Uh, we would like the Prime Minister to fix the economy, environment, education and healthcare. But before he can fix all these things, he must first fix politics. So I would propose him to do three things or to announce them uh, in the days to come. The first is that he will appoint uh, or recognise a shadow cabinet by the official opposition, which is likely going to be PN, uh, with commensurate salary resources and information access accorded to the shadow minister. Second, uh, he would call a meeting with all premier chief ministers and Mantri Basar uh, to send a clear message that he will work with all state government, especially those who are not run by uh, PH or BN, and thirdly, he would uh, start the process of partitioning our Attorney General Chamber so that we would have an independent public prosecution office. And until that is done, there would be a moratorium on prosecutions, on new prosecutions of opposition politicians, unless that. Uh, in all cases, that are not related to political violence. The whole point is that he needs to send a message. He would be the prime minister for 100% of all Malaysians and not just 38% who voted, voters voted for PH and 22% who voted for BN. I'd like to also talk about uh, what needs to happen next in, in Parliament. Um, you know, there is, of course, that question of uh, vote of confidence and so on. But the budget is something that has been, been lingering. Do you think the budget would have to be completely overhauled? Yes, but we would have time to table the new budget because that uh, it would take a few weeks. What we would see is that the government would have to table uh, provisional financial bills to have some money to spend before the budget is passed. Uh, next year. Uh, so the fact, uh, the defeat of this financial bill would show, would mean that the government collapsed. And therefore, it would be important for the government to even formally table motions of confidence in uh, Anwar Ibrahim uh, to as like a form of vaccinations against the real threat. 
And what I would expect to happen now that the government has been formed, you would have Borneo parties falling in line. Uh, so GPS or GIS uh, would soon indicate their willingness to either join the government or to sign a CSA, Confidence and Supply Agreement, uh, with this coalition government uh, to, stable, to stabilise uh, the situation. One of the promises made by Anwar in forming the next government was to reduce the minister's salaries by half uh, for there to be a lean cabinet. Considering the need to balance competing pressures, what do you make of the potential of these two promises being delivered? It is it's possible uh, as long as we actually have salary paid for mm-hmm. in in, uh, for the shadow minister that's for, to, settle the op- to pacify the opposition, but also for committee chairs in the parliament. Why do we need to do so? Because we need people who are interested in ministerial affairs to play a job to scrutinize the government rather than getting everyone into the government. And it would be much more cheaper for us to pay more MPs, whether in shadow cabinets or parliamentary committees, to do the job than having them in the cabinet because the minister and deputy minister would not just draw salary. They draw on a lot of allowances and a lot of perks. And also a bloated government is not only wasteful, but it can be inefficient as well because you would end up having people who may not be able to work with each other occupying the job. So we should really push for a lean government, but having more pay position in the parliament, including the shadow cabinet. Chinhuat, in closing, um, you know, polarization or uh, polarization really divides. One of the key words that's been used in relation to GE15 and its outcomes and the way people have been talking about it since, are you optimistic that uh, we'll be able to patch things up and unite and move on? Yes, I think so. The reason is that we will be facing crisis very soon. Uh, economy, environment, healthcare, all these things will be coming to us at one point or another. And when crisis happen, Malaysia, relations would close rank. And once election is over, I think there will be people who, who are prepared to give the new government a chance as long as the new government shows uh, signs of goodwill towards them. Chin Huat, thanks for speaking with us today. Thank you so much, Lin. That was Dr. Wong Chin Huat, political scientist at Sunway University, weighing in on today's political developments, which, among other things, included the headline, Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim being sworn in as Malaysia's 10th Prime Minister after this entire week of uncertainty following the polls um, on God, when was it? Saturday. Uh, We also are just responding to a variety of claims, a variety of updates. We'd like to hear from you, though. How are you feeling with all of this now being hopefully put behind us? Um, How are you feeling about today's updates? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. You can also send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Keep those thoughts coming. BFM eighty nine point nine. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.